Hey everybody, what is going on? I really enjoy listening to that uh, the intro song. I hope you guys do too. I, it's, it's like, I, I just listened to it to get myself in the mood to do some recording here. Yeah. So, uh, hey, hope you guys enjoyed our last episode with Steve at uh, TNT Athletics. Uh, check him out. Go talk to him. Um, yeah, it, it's a great it's a great facility he's got. He's got a, I think, a good mind for uh, training. And uh, I hope you guys uh, got something out of it. And uh, if you're looking for that, you go find them. Um, couple couple different things happening. So um, let's see. I'm going to start out with, I, I was out of town, as you guys heard from the last episode. Everything went out smooth. Podcast episode went out awesome. Um, so I was in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, I've been to Washington, D.C. before years ago. Uh, my kids were too small to probably appreciate it when um, I went. Uh, so I this time I got to take them. And one of the cool things that we got to do, um, I obviously I've seen it before, but, um, you know, we're coming up on the anniversary of, uh, September 11th. And, uh, so I took them there to the Pentagon and, uh, we saw the nine 11 Memorial that was there. And a thought I had previous to making this trip was like, you know, I, I did this episode, um, on the anniversary last year with uh, Lieutenant retired Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Yantis. And uh, we talked about um, his experience at the Pentagon during the 9-11 attack. And during the episode, uh, towards the uh, end, I believe, um, you know, we talked about uh, some of the people that, you know, his friends that he lost at 9-11. And I, I remembered that and then I had kind of forgotten about it. And then while we were there, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm going to pull up that episode and uh, get the names of those people because um, we're, we're at the Pentagon Memorial. Um, and so uh, I found, uh, so if, if you don't, if you haven't seen what the memorial looks like, um, so, so there is um, kind of a, like benches that are out there. I, I think that's what they call them as their benches. And uh, they're, they're facing different directions. And depending on which way they're facing is, um, is the person, was the person in the building when uh, the crash happened or the, was the person on the plane. And depending on which way the benches face, that's um, representative of that. Uh, so I found the names from uh, the episode and we, myself and my two daughters went and found uh, the benches that belonged to those uh, individuals. And uh, I, I was able to grab pictures of them. Uh, so if you follow the Facebook page, um, number one, check out that episode. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, repost it on the left of the light Facebook page next week. Um, and I'm also going to, uh, post the pictures that I took. Uh, so then you can see the actual, um, memorials for those individuals. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of a cool chance to do something like that. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's obviously a tragic event, um, it's sad and everything. And, uh, but you know, the episode that I had with, uh, with, uh, Mr. Yantis was, um, was really, I think great. Um, because you get a perspective that you might not have had otherwise. And, um, and he does talks, uh, every year, uh, you know, he goes around the community and he speaks of his experience. So, um, you can hear it right from him on the podcast, or you can check out one of the local events which I'm sure he will be doing again uh, this year. Um, so, so look out for that. Check out the Facebook page, Left at the Light um, Podcast, I think is the best way to search for it um, to get, get it uh, right there so you can find it pretty easily. Um, or if, if you're a listener, you probably have seen the uh, podcast on different platforms um, or on different Facebook pages here and there. So uh, another cool thing is... Uh, one of the episodes that I'm I'm thinking is going to make this season um, is going to be with another podcast, and the reason why I'm telling you is because number one, it's it's local, uh, two local ladies that do the podcast, and I'm actually going to be on their podcast, um, which I'm recording uh, later this week. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So um, I'm go I'm going to obviously I'll post you know both up ep both episodes, my episode and their episode. Um, I, I know the topic we're going to talk about, um, 
And I also know that um, we're going to talk about this podcast that you're currently listening to as well a little bit. Um, but I haven't recorded it yet, so I don't know all the content that's going to be in it. Um, but uh, once that episode is out, I'll tell you where to find it. I'll tell you who it is. Um, well, I, I'll just tell you now. I don't know why, why I need to keep that a secret. But check out the Clopen Effect. Um, C-L-O-P-E-N Effect. Um, it's like it's kind of a kind of a retail podcast um which is the interesting way i found it is um my sponsor McHenry county living shout out um we were talking and then we were we were just uh just having a conversation we had uh drinks a couple weeks back whenever a month or two ago whatever um but we were just hanging out and uh you know we talked about our previous like experience now you know i worked retail for a long time not anymore but um that's how we kind of ended up talking about this particular podcast because they are kind of a retail podcast. They talk about their own retail experience and also topics surrounding uh, retail. So that's how we ended up with that. And I, I kind of became a fan of their podcast and, and listening to it. So I reached out, uh, you know, and uh, so we're, we're going to do like a dual episode thing. And so they're going to be on my podcast. I'm going to be on theirs. Um, and so uh, I, I think you'll probably, you might learn a little bit more about uh, Left at the Light, you might learn a little bit more about me, you know, so I'll post that episode when it's up. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff all around. Um, let's talk a little bit about our episode that you're listening to right now. So this is Happy Trailer Company. Uh, they have two trailers in which they kind of rent out for like bar service. Um, it's this episode is pretty cool. I, I, you know, we, I recorded this one a while ago, so I don't remember everything that happened in the episode, but I do remember that prop that we talked about the, what their company is, how they started it. And then we kind of go off on a lot of the different stuff. Um, and just really just kind of, kind of hung out really for the most part. So, um, you get some information about their background, uh, the friends that they do this company with and, um, and, uh, added bonus content, I suppose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, check it out. Uh, this is me with Aaron from Happy Trailer Company. Aaron, thank you for being here. Sure. Appreciate it. Um, so we're here to talk about Happy Trailer Company. So tell me, um, it's you and your husband. Yep. Uh, what's your husband's name? My husband's name is Sean. It's Sean? the Irish way. The Irish way. What's yeah. the Irish way? S E A N. S E A N. Most okay. people call him Scene. <laughs> it's annoying. That's how we know. Like when you profile somebody, when they call on the phone, that's how you know if they don't know you. Do people really yes. say that? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Because I've Substitute always. Substitute teachers did it. Like his whole life, that was a thing. I've always just known that as Sean. Yeah. Well, well most people, Irish. If you're yeah. Irish, you know that's Sean. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the most Irish names Sean and Aaron. Sean and Aaron. So you're both Irish. Yeah. So, so it probably helps that you're in this type of business of like bartending. bartending yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. We're, we're great with bartending. Bartending is easy. Yeah. We can, you know, generally we've had a history of being able to drink people under the table if we needed to, but we don't need to in this business. We get to watch other people do that. So it's kind of fun. No one's, no one's ever like challenging you at all. You know, they, everybody at every wedding we have, somebody's trying to get us to drink and we don't mm -hmm. drink at weddings because we're working and we really do hold to that. And, uh, but there's always someone that's okay. another person that's always at a wedding. <laughs> I can tell you, there's always somebody who's going to get drunk. There's always like really drunk that we have to cut off. And there's always someone who's trying to get us to drink. Like if they're doing shots, they want us to do shots with them. You okay. know, I think every bartender has that story though. Probably. That's yeah. pretty common. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into some more stories. So okay. <laughs> we're getting ahead we'll of see. ourselves just a little bit. I'm like so, that. <laughs> uh, me as well. So perfect. Um, so Happy Trailer Company, let's tell everybody what it's about. Um, first off, like, what is it? Sure. Happy Trailer Company is a company we started in uh, September of 2020. And um, I was like losing my mind for a minute. Okay, so it's September 5th of 2020, we had our first wedding, which happened to be our daughter, Kellen, got married to her husband, Alec, and that's how we started the company. I was kind of looking around at like cool ideas for her wedding. She was already getting married at kind of a difficult time, obviously with COVID. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, this could be cool. What could we do? And um, I happened upon these photos of these like converted horse trailers 
that they, people were converting into bars. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I think we could do this. Like, it's a small project. Like, I've always wanted to do some converting and some renovating, but I was not sure where to start, I guess. And so this kind of idea came upon me. So we kind of jumped in. We found a trailer, been looking on Facebook Marketplace for like a small horse trailer, two horse trailer. And we found one. I think the first trailer we bought was $500. And um, so my husband went and picked it up and, I started talking to our friends, um, Chandra and Alan, who are our business partners. They're another couple. And um, told them, like, hey, we're going to do this thing. I started doing this research. I don't think anybody's doing it in, around here. And mm. she was like, oh, okay. And then I just let it sit. I didn't really say much more other than, like, you guys could jump in on this if you want to. But you don't have to. Like, we could do it. It's okay. You don't have to. And when it pulled into the driveway, I started to sweep out all of the hay that was left in it and mm. the like the mold of the mildew and there was mushrooms growing on the door <laughs> it was so cool and um she came into the driveway and she's like yeah we're in we're totally in on this and i was like okay well i guess we're gonna do this so that was quick yeah <laughs> it was really fast actually i'm like an idea person i like start companies i do things like that so i think mm -hmm. she just thought it was like yeah this could be fun we could we always hang out on friday nights so now we usually hang out on saturdays at weddings as well so that's kind of how it started was just an idea. I started to pick up some vision as to what this could look like and mm. what this could do. And, um, yeah, so we started in September of 2020. So, uh, so you had to lot, do a lot to the trailer to get it going. So yeah. like, what was some of that work? Like the trailer was 500 bucks. Like, right. I imagine you probably had to put a lot more into it. So the interesting thing about horse trailers is that, um, they put the feed, um, for the horses in the front. So I'm not a horse person. So all mm -hmm. of this is going to sound absolutely like anybody who's listening, who's a horse person is going to be like, yeah, duh. Okay, cool. I don't have any clue of how horses move. I understand they go in trailers in the front. They put this feed and what happens is that that feed gets wet. I'm assuming because mm -hmm. it creates this like mold ring around the front of a trailer, any trailer that's really, really old. You'll find that it has like a, where the metal has like rotted out from rust from the wetness on the inside so mm. we had to reinforce that entire piece um, we put some metal uh, over it and riveted it in and had to paint the whole trailer we had to pull everything out of the trailer we had to cut holes to create a service window mm -hmm. we had to we kept the horse mats in which came with horse mats which was which is absolutely wonderful on your feet when you're working okay. right yeah. and um had to paint it all, had to stain it all, had to put wood in it, had to frame out everything. We have a refrigerator, we have a sink, we have a garbage space, and we have a huge countertop, which I epoxied myself because um, I have a bit of an obsession with epoxy. <laughs> um, my husband also found the coolest live edge, two and a half inch thick wood on the side of the road. It's the most bizarre thing ever. He was okay. driving by and he was like, the heck there's somebody dumped this thing on the side of the road so he picked it up he went back with alan and picked up this slab which turned into our countertop and it's incredibly amazing it's like live edge it's cool and it's thick oh. and it hasn't rotted and it's and then we made some shelves out of it in the back and we kept some of the original stuff in the trailer like the, i think there's like some tack loops and stuff like mm -hmm. that we kept some of that in the bumpers where the horse would like rest up on we use like for back support it's kind of great too so um, we did put a lot of work into it, but it was kind of easy to put the work in because originally we were doing it for our daughter. So when you're doing something for your kids, you'll do just about anything. Mm. So, and the pandemic was in full swing. So a lot of things were closed down. So we were just working in our backyard on this little gray trailer mm -hmm. and um, people started to get excited about it. And it was cool. Like watching the momentum of like people getting behind it and being like, yeah, this is a cool idea. Like weddings were starting to move more and more into backyards yeah. and um, spaces that were outdoors. So they originally, like, I think more indoor venues, obviously, were getting hit pretty hard with COVID, but outdoor venues were doing great. So mm -hmm. that works to our advantage. And it's kind of stuck because I think the wedding trend now is going more towards affordable and outdoor weddings are more affordable. So we're kind of in a odd niche market of being able to provide something yeah. that's cheaper so it started out just something that was for your daughter yeah and then it turned into a business how did that come about like to, just to almost like all things with thing. me start with an idea that turn into something much bigger um i think it was the, like watching everybody else's excitement like i thought it was cool mm -hmm. i loved starting with an idea that like i think is cool and then if other people think it's cool, it just builds that excitement around it. So I think that's really 
what happened was that people were like, hey, this is a cool idea. We started researching other companies that were doing it. There's a lot of these in the South because they do weddings year round. They, people can do this as a full-time business in mm -hmm. the South. We can't really do it as a full-time business. We all have other jobs. This is a side hustle for us. Mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of a cool side hustle. I mean, I think it's kind of fun. So we were um, kind of working on what we could do with it. I was doing some research. I was looking at people's pricing, and we realized pretty quickly that we could probably be profitable in the first year because I don't. I also am pretty focused on making sure that we're making money. If we're doing something, we're making money. I didn't care, obviously, mm -hmm. about my daughter's wedding. We weren't making money off of that. Yeah. But past that, we wanted to be profitable in our first year. So I, uh, we were pretty close on that, even mm -hmm. with the build-out. Because pretty soon after the first one, we bought a second one. So okay. <laughs> we went really um, right after we finished Walker, which is our little gray trailer, um, who's named after our daughter married um, Alec Vandy Walker. So we've named both of our trailers after a type of horse. And okay. so Walker seemed appropriate because it was first used at her wedding. And um, mm. so it's her last name. So it's kind of cool. Very nice. So um, how many trailers do you have now? Two, just two. <laughs> just two? Okay. Yeah, but it's only been two years. So um, yeah. are we looking for another one? Maybe. I like the idea of another small horse trailer, another two horse yeah. trailer. A white one would be cute or another gray one, maybe. So so you're in the market. So if anyone's maybe. listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has. And we're really like, to keep our profits where we want them to be, we are pretty cheap about what we want for trailers, though. Like both of our mm -hmm. trailers have been, I think we paid 500 for Walker and I think we paid 300 for Perry. So we're, we keep it pretty cheap because we have to put so much work into it. Yeah. And a lot of times it, that obviously could, I mean, that raises the cost, obviously. So. Well, and you're going to want to modify it for your own use. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and the time that we put into them, so... How long did it take to uh, get the first one going? You know, I think we bought um, Walker in June, and uh, with my husband's availability and Alan's availability side hustle, we were ready by September. But it was, it was like we had it ready a week before the wedding. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that bad. It's a pretty easy project once you've done it once. Each one, well, so far, both of them have come with their own challenges, though, mm. like where Walker had rust on the front, Perry had more rust and we sprayed Perry black. So like that we used a sprayer on that and mm -hmm. we hand painted Walker. So like there's differences in what we did with the technique based on the condition of the trailer. Okay. Um, as far as like the, like your work in the trailer now, like yeah. your bartending, yeah. did you have experience in that previously? No, no. Um, I didn't have any bartending experience. None of us did actually. Um, all four of us are certified bartenders now. But what okay. I've actually realized is that if you want to do something, you can pretty much figure out how to do it. And about, you know, actually in the first wedding, I was like, okay, this is really not that hard. Because you're always, we are always working with whatever the bride and groom purchase for us because according mm -hmm. to Illinois, we cannot bring liquor to a wedding. We can bring all the mixers and all the ice and napkins and cups, but we cannot mm -hmm. bring alcohol. They have to provide the alcohol. Okay. So we're always working with a, a menu that they provide, which is always a variable for us. So we kind of look it over. I create the bar menu so that they have it. So it's out for guests to see. And then we're always working with whatever. So I might only have beer and wine. Well, mm -hmm. anybody can pour beer and wine. Yeah. But I might have like four signature drinks and a full bar. So we've kind of worked with, it's pretty rare that somebody comes up and asks for something that we don't know now, which is pretty great. But initially, it was kind of like somebody asked for something that was like a, a vodka press, which might sound like something every. Do you know what a vodka press is? I don't, okay, no. good. I feel better about that. Okay. Thank you. Because I didn't either. So, like, the nice thing about it is that we kind of have this uh, humbleness where I'm, I am not afraid to just say, yeah, tell me what's in it and I'll make it. Mm -hmm. Not a problem. And I'll remember for next time. But uh, I'm kind of getting more experience as I go. But I think mm -hmm. I. I love chaos and I love moving things fast and I think I'm pretty good at like moving a line. So I'm I, okay with it. I it's think okay. that would be the hard thing. Number one, like if someone does ask for a drink that you don't know. Yes. Because there's a million drinks out there, yes. you know, and weird names, that, yes. which could be just a different name for something. Right. Um, where you're going to be like deer in headlights, like, uh -huh. I don't know, man. Uh-huh. Um, that or just like trying to get people through and getting everybody their drinks. You yeah. Know? So like, we always I'm, have like an initial rush. 
to a wedding. So like it's usually like ceremony and then cocktail hour. Cocktail hour is like a huge rush. Mm -hmm. So um, we generally, depending on the number of people at the wedding, um, we generally always have two bartenders and a bar back. Well, we will work the bar back line as a beer line Mm -hmm. if we need to, to kind of pull that line down. So we will be working signature cocktails or mixed drinks off the front line and my husband or Alan will be standing there handing out beers just to keep the line down. And then once we get through that initial rush, we can, we can handle just about anything, but that initial rush is kind of determines how the wedding's going to go really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say it's been difficult to like learn to bartend or learn drinks even like memorizing certain drinks? I think it's, because of the variable of like the menu, I don't think it's that hard. I think it. I think once we started it, it was pretty easy. Um, I mean, we're we're forty year olds. We we have experience in life. We're not just starting. We're not we're not inexperienced drinkers. Or or we go to a restaurant every single Friday. We've seen everybody's menu. We've looked mm-hmm. at all their signature drinks. We kind of know what's in them and what works. We've also hosted a couple parties ourselves just to kind of get our our feet wet or however they like to say that. And mm-hmm. in our own backyard, handing out free drinks and working with people and just kind of seeing what they like. We've test signature drinks on our friends. It's kind of one of our things. So um, I don't think it's that hard to learn. I think it's just once you know, just like cooking, once you know which flavor profiles kind of work together, mm-hmm. you're good to go. Okay. So somebody could come up to the bar and look at the menu and say, uh, I don't know what to get. I want something sweet and we can figure out what to do. Okay. So, and we'll name it up, whatever we want to name it. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not, up. we're not great at like, mm-hmm. to, like they'll come up and yeah, last night it was funny. We had a, so we had a wedding last night and the guy came up to the bar. He did not look at the bar menu, which is like a classic. Yeah. Nobody looks at the bar menu. There's a nice bar menu. It is framed. It is right in front of you. <laughs> no, don't look at it. He goes white Russian. And I just said, okay. And then Chan looks at me and she goes, how are you going to do that? We don't have any of that. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, we can't do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take a beer. And I was like, yeah, cool. We got that. I was like, for whatever reason, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I was, oh, shoot. Wait a minute. Uh, that is not going to happen. And his wife came up later and she's like, do you guys have white Russians? I was like, oh, no, you are attached to that man over there who, who told you to come ask for a white Russian. I know where you're from. Go away. Yeah, exactly. We know you. Yeah. The white Russians. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so you've made your own drinks then you've come up with your own. Yeah, we've come up with a couple. Um, my husband is obsessed with, um, Jameson. That's all he drinks. Okay. He's a JMO guy. And, um, so there's a bar in Galena called Blonde Brothers. Have you been there? It's a distillery. It's pretty great. Actually. These two, uh, guys started this and, uh, they distill their own stuff there. Lots of stuff, including like a really spicy vodka, which is great. But he's into Jameson, and they have a drink there called, I think it's called the Dude, and they use coffee in it. It's like espresso and whiskey. And so we've kind of adapted that version for uh, Jameson. Jameson makes a cold brew. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. I've seen that. Yeah, that's really good. I think you can get your hands on it in the summer. I don't know that it's a year-round item, but we've done some signature drinks, and that would be his. Like He uses a coffee Jameson type of, we have it on our instagram page nice yeah um as far as like we were kind of talking a little bit before yeah so like uh like good bartending stories <laughs> we we um okay, she didn't so, want to incriminate yeah, i know so it's like so I, I can't use her names I, because i could only remember the one from last night honestly this, this labor, yeah. the names yeah, of these the stories are, are not their actual they're names. always fake yeah <laughs> um so we have at every wedding that we go to there is always the guy we call him the guy you're the guy and we always look at each other halfway through once we've realized it's the guy and be like "Mm, you're the guy it's the guy again you're the guy and the guy means that bartenders will totally understand this there's always a guy who is like trying to schmooze you at the end of the night to try to allow him to keep drinking even though you're pretty much cutting him off you're trying to do it in the kindest way Mm -hmm. because that's this like tightrope walk you don't want to like piss off anybody's guests or anything but if you're getting to be that guy we're kind of like, all right, you're hanging out at the bar a lot. Mm-hmm. You are trying to get us to allow you to drink shots after shot. After, and we're not having it because we're 40. And there's something about a 40-year-old that's <laughs> like, we don't care if you're having that good of a time. We actually want you to also get home safe. Yeah, Like, we care about that. Because in the back of our mind always is the fact that somebody could get seriously injured at this beautiful bride's yeah. wedding I or, mean, or I guess ruin the, the wedding. Exactly. Just we have had um, we have had a man on the on the in the bridal party come up, 
fill his flask. He was already he had already had a filled flask, and he was asleep by ceremony in his own car <laughs> in the parking lot. We were like, "What is happening to that guy?" Yeah, we've had that. But um, yeah, so we're, I think it's kind of, we're the bartenders you want because we are, we card everyone that we need to, mm-hmm. and we're going to shut it down before you turn into that guy. But there's always that guy. There's always that guy. <laughs> that guy. He's on the way. He's always there. Yeah. 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 But we want that guy to still get home safe. Right. And like you said, you're 40. So it's like, yeah, I've been where you are. I, yeah. I know. Just, I know that headache you're going to have tomorrow. And you're going to regret it probably, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's always a, he's always usually a fun guy too. He's always Mr. Fun. Everybody wants to take a shot with him and I'm like looking at them like no could you stop taking shots with him now? Like that's over. He needs to be done. He's probably like the friend that wasn't in the bridal party just because Oh yeah, he knew. always. No, yeah, yeah, they're rarely in the bar, in the bridal party, but everybody knows him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody knows him. I, I I had that guy. Yeah, you know the guy. I, I know the guy. Yeah, yeah, you know the guy. I'm sure I still have one of those guys. If you in go to a wedding, circle. watch for the guy now. <laughs> You'll know him. He's always at the bar. You're definitely going to want to put this one in your calendar. It is September 10th. It is Truck Off. It is the biggest, the best in the original food truck fest here in McHenry County. We are bringing out all sorts of awesome food trucks from the area. You do not want to miss it. Going over to truckoff.net and get your tickets. Grab the squad. Let's go. So what's uh, what would you say is next for a happy trailer company like you, you want to get another trailer? Like, where, where does all this go? Oh, man. I, I hate to let... I hate to even say anything out loud. So I would like to have another trailer because we are booking 2023 pretty hard now. Mm-hmm. Like, we're pretty well booked for 2022. We have a couple dates that we'd probably pick up if somebody really wanted us to come out. Um, but I think because we're booking so many double trailer... Oh, I didn't mention. So Perry, our second trailer, is a mm-hmm. four-horse trailer. Okay. It's not a two-horse trailer. It's a much bigger beast. In fact, I would call the style for Walker is more of a, he's a gray trailer. He's more traditional looking bridal. Um, if you want rustic gray and white, mm-hmm. black accents, kind of, that's that's Walker. Perry is a completely black with six foot longhorns on the front. Copper and black, mm-hmm. very masculine, um, going very boho, uh, Western kind of on the decor lot of macrame live plants so that's a a completely different look but it does have two service windows so you could serve like 500 people with perry we could have four bartenders and two bar backs in perry so it's a just a bigger we Mm -hmm. decided to go bigger because we we could go to festivals we could go to bigger events if we needed to and big weddings it's perfect so it doesn't take up a lot more foot space really it's like it's a 20 foot trailer but it's really just in the length not in the width so anyways so what do I want to do? I think another small trailer. We're seeing a lot of smaller weddings. Mm-hmm. I think the day of the 400-person wedding is pretty well done. At least we're not seeing a lot of 400-person weddings around here. Um, so I think another trailer, because we're double booking already both trailers, and then building out another team of bartenders. My kids mm-hmm. are, are – uh, I have two kids that are 21 now, and they are they have the work ethic of their parents. Okay. So – That'll uh, Which is a good one. probably work out for <laughs> us in the end. Yeah. 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 Ho- hopefully, uh, I'm assuming, are they moved out? Yeah. They, okay. um, my Both of my 21-year-olds are married. And, right, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So that's that's the easy one. Yeah. They're gone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you want to get another trailer. Um, like, what's the, What was the biggest wedding you think you've done? I think we did a 350. Okay. We call, I think we call that one the bullet wedding. Every wedding we give a name. We called that one the bullet wedding. There was 350 cowboys and they were all drinking bullet and they knew their audience. It was pretty yeah. funny. Like, cause the bride and groom give us all the alcohol. Like they're pretty good at like giving us what they think their people are going to drink. And yeah. they, man, I, they did a great job. That was a lot of bullet. <laughs> How much bullet did you I think through? we went through four of the handles. Bullet okay. doesn't technically come in a handle. It just comes in a, in a tall, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think we went through four. Okay. And that's, that was just one of the items they had. Like. They, yeah, that was a lot, but it was 300 people. Yeah. That was pretty cool too. It was uh, kind of fell in our lap. They had a bartender like us back out. I think somebody might have closed their business in, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And um, so they called us like a week. It was the mm-hmm. week after my daughter's wedding. And okay. we jumped right into a oh, 300 plus wedding. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty so great. your second wedding. A second like, wedding. First yeah. like, real yeah. like, yeah. making money wedding. Right. Our, for, we, we broke even at that wedding Yeah. for the, for the year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What, what are some of the other names that you've given 
uh, the weddings. Oh, what did we call yesterday's wedding? I can't remember. Gosh, they. Ca- if Chander was here, she would totally rattle them all off because I think we've even put them in like the uh, file system as their names. It's just hard to think of now because. Because I'm thinking it's kind of like. Oh, like there's a, a Frenchie wedding. Movies. There's a Frenchie wedding. They had two Frenchies, and we're Frenchie people. Like okay. both me, uh, Sean, and I, and Chandra and Alan have a Frenchie. So there was a Frenchie wedding. They had two Frenchies. A lot of people are using their dogs as signature drinks now. <laughs> so there's a lot of those like happening. Do you know about this? No. Yeah. No. So like they'll name their signature drink after their dog. We had three uh, two weeks ago. That mm. three dogs. So they each had a signature drink for their dog. That's a lot of dog love there. It's a well, and one was an old fashioned, but I mean, I guess that dog really liked old fashioned, so that was. I, I guess I mean, probably I, you got to figure out what your dog likes. Exactly, you, know? you really need to know your audience and yeah. your dogs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I found in, in my youth, anyways, that most dogs like beer. Uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't know so, that. No? We're not beer drinkers, again, Jameson. So yeah, I, I'm more of a bourbon. Yeah. Oh know, yeah, right on. So, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, so for like everybody out there that's looking for you guys, like what kind, what areas do you service? How do they get a hold of you? All that good stuff. Yeah, so we're kind of going up into southern Wisconsin and um, Rockford. I don't think we've been as Stillman Valley. I think we have next week. We're in Sycamore. We've been in Woodstock a couple times. We're doing Wonder Lake. We're kind of all over the place. It's more of a first come first serve mm-hmm. than a. We won't go there. It kind of, I think <laughs> Chandra's going to kill me because she knows all this. She's like, past 100 miles, I think we're saying no. Oh, you're going up to 100 miles. I don't, maybe we're not. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I get in the car. So each one of us, the four of us has a role in this business. Mm-hmm. And my role is not keeping track of the paperwork. My role is like social media and decor. Okay. Like I do social media, decor, bartending. My husband, Sean is, uh, he barbacks, he bartends and he does reno. And Alan does, and maintenance. Alan does the same thing, like mm-hmm. bartending. And then Chandra handles all the contracts, all the paperwork. If you're gonna, if you're gonna submit a request on our website, she's the one getting back to you. So each one of us has our own role. So like, that would be a great question if she was sitting here because she would 100%. She'd be like, no, we do not go here. We do not go there because yeah. we don't have to. Because the nice thing about a side hustle is that you kind of can set your own boundaries and rules about what you want to do mm-hmm. because it's a side hustle yeah well that works out that each of you have your own thing that you're doing yeah. too that works out really and actually well. that works out really well at a wedding too because um we pull up sean is there to set the trailer let's say it's just sean my husband and mm-hmm. chandra and me that was last night right um he we uh, we hop out we find out who we're supposed to talk to we figure out where the trailer goes he sets the trailer where it goes and then i get to work on decor he gets to work on moving the booze that Chandra needs to start chilling. And we are just like a well-oiled machine. We know how long it takes us to set up and then tear down. And the in-between stuff, we just kind of know. So you're right. It's really good that we all know our roles and we kind of stick to them because it just moves faster. Yeah. And on top of that too, one thing we touched on, but like you're working with your friends. Exactly. So I mean... Right. That, that's a great thing to have and as far as like, you know, this is a side hustle so we can have fun doing this and right. still kind of make some money on yeah, the way. Yeah, it's fun. And like the like our mannerisms and how we talk, which is kind of an interesting story. So Chandra and I grew up together. Okay. Um, we went, we lived in Woodstock, both of us. We lived like pretty close, actually. We both went to Dean Street, then um, Olson, then Woodstock High School. We graduated mm-hmm. the same year. So <laughs> the interesting thing is that Chandra pretty much hated me from like junior high on. <laughs> and why i was a bully you were a bully kind of like not like a nice bu- i don't think i was a nice bully i'm sure i was a mean bully because i was just not a happy child so i was not happy <laughs> and we'd play sports together there's a really great photo of her and i together and she looks so mad and i'm i'm convinced it's because she's standing next to me in the photo <laughs> that she looks so angry and we even found a yearbook of her hers and next to my name she had written stuck up oh. and you know i said how how was I it chandra's gonna listen to this oh she's gonna listen chandra is gonna be all over this but next to it, i said why didn't you write the b word <laughs> and she's like because i knew my mom was gonna read it and i was like you were going to write the b word she's like, oh yeah and i was like oh my gosh okay so then fast forward we are almost 40 and we reconnect on Facebook and she decides I'm not the worst person alive and we've been best friends ever since. It's kind of the craziest story ever. And so, yeah. Right, so you find you get your, you find each other on Facebook. Yeah. And for some reason she like, doesn't hate me. Well, there's a friend request that has to happen first. Sure. 
So you know, who, you have a lot of people, I bet, on your Facebook friends that you... I was probably... I. She says we were friends for a while, mm-hmm. but I don't re- remember, like, friend requesting and being like... I don't remember any of that. I mean, the, there's probably a few that, like, in the early days of Facebook where I'm like, yeah, fine, whatever. Right. And they're probably still on my Facebook and I just don't, don't notice anymore. Yeah. But if she had... If she actually wrote that on the yearbook... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the, the well, she doesn't was, remember that, but she has it. Okay. She, ha- I have proof of it. Like we could, yeah. We've... I would think that when that friend request would come up, she would be like, "Nah." I'm not sure she didn't friend request me. Maybe, I'm not maybe. sure. And I think it's more of a redemption thing. Like I think it's more you kind of get out of high school, and there's a point in your life where you realize, you know what? I bet these people aren't exactly who they were in high school because I've changed a lot. Right? You would think. Yeah, you I think that's think. where we were. I think that's what happened, and she would have to confirm this, but I think you get to this place where mm-hmm. you're like, you know, I'm not who I was, therefore they're probably not who they were. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I've definitely friend-accepted people and then realized they were exactly who they were and then <laughs> got rid of them. So I was like, well, oh, no, was you didn't say, change like, at all. She told me that she had been watching me for a while and was like, oh, you know what? I don't think she's as I bully. I, I, don't, I think I was just angry. Mm-hmm. I was just an ang- I wasn't a very happy child. Anybody would tell you I wasn't happy. They all knew. Uh, I'll ask around. Okay, good. <laughs> Anybody's going to tell you. And I think this story of like, I used a phrase with her that's kind of silly. That's like crap rolls downhill. I you, think you what swear here. Okay. okay, shit rolls downhill. I think what was like happening to me, I was like allow. I was then pushing on people who I perceived to be downhill of me, mm-hmm. and she just happened to be downhill of me. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, okay. and, and and for some reason, you guys reconnected and yes. now have a business together. Yeah, so. so I actually think if you look at your at the people who maybe bullied you or they were probably hurting, is my maybe, guess. Maybe, And I think she realized that. Like, you're getting to the point where that probably isn't who that person was in high school. So so tangent, just because we're on the topic. Yeah, sure. My, my 20-year high school reunion. Oh, so yeah, we just I, I mean, we oh, had it two years ago. Did you? Yeah, Chan and I, I went to it together with our husbands. Yeah, I'm a couple more years than you, but um, when that happened, a lot of people, like you said, have changed and like yeah. are great people. Then I found out as there was like so my reunion was at Fire Bar. Oh sure, uh, part of it anyways. And there was like this one section, one table that just hung by themselves. Mm. And when I went over to say, hey, how have you guys been? You know, because a lot of these people I went to grade school with. Um, I, I noticed that they hadn't changed. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you guys okay. stick to your deal. Yeah. I'm going to go back over here. Yeah. So. Yes. But it's kind of nice because it's like 10% of your class is probably not changed and yeah. never will. Yeah. Like, just write it off. That's never happening. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not their fault, but it's never happening for them. So if you're moved on and you've grown, yeah. good. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, either way, it was a good time. Got to reconnect with the whole Yeah, class, so. that's good. Yeah. But anyways. Back back to your business. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. We do tangents here. I like it. So, I I'm yeah. a huge fan of a tangent on a podcast. <laughs> it's fun. It it's is. Fun. It makes it better. Yeah. I think. I think. Okay. So wait. So we we were talking about Chandra and me. Oh yeah. Right. The tangent was that we didn't get along, and then we got mm-hmm. along, and then we found out that her and Alan, and Sean and I got married on the same day, same year. Oh wow. Crazy, right? So this entire business, we've been putting this money away. We've never touched it. I don't even know how much is there. Again, mm-hmm. Chan takes care of all that. Yeah. And it just sits in a bank account, and we are planning the most epic 25th anniversary party Okay. with like 400 people invited and prom-themed mm-hmm. because we're stupid. And um, 40-year-olds love to throw a good prom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Our, oh, yeah, totally. Okay. It's a total thing. I think it is. I don't know. You're like, what are you going to do for your... I don't want to have like a renewal of vows. My vows mm-hmm. meant what they did when they did them. I don't need to do that again. I'm like, yeah. mm, that's good. And But I do want to have like this pretty cool party and I want it to be prom theme, like with corsages and the full wear your prom gear. Like, no, I want people to dress for this event. It's mm-hmm. going to be pretty great. So all this money we make at Happy Trailer Co. goes right into this prom fund. There you go. And it, in three years, we're going to have, like, the coolest prom ever for 40-year-olds. <laughs> for 40-year-olds. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Another tangent. Okay. I'm in. Me, you made I'm me in. Think of Let's it. do it. Um, the place where I work, I'm not going to say the name. But, okay. Um, the place where I do my 9-to-5 job, uh, we have a pretty big Christmas party every year. Sometimes yeah. we had it at, like, Navy Pier. And, like, sure. sometimes it's in Chicago. Um, you work for a big company. It, fairly. We're, we're definitely disqualifying some if we're trying to keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... If you're in the industry, people know us. Got it. If you're not in the industry, you don't know us. Okay, okay. But anyway, so um, everybody there calls that our Christmas party prom. 
Oh. Like the name of our company, Prom. Love that. And if you see pictures of it, it's definitely like some of the dresses that are there. Have you like, worn an outfit that you purchased just for this event? Um, well, yes. My suit That's is prom. generally just for that. You know. So you've recycled the same suit? Yes, are you adding re- accessories? Yes. Okay, yeah. perfect. So sometimes okay, something yeah. different, like a different tie clip maybe. Oh, or sure, sure. Or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like I have this one suit that I just love and I love, like to wear it to It's that. the prom suit. Because it's not, it's not just a black suit. So no. It's a little bit different. There's sharks involved. There's like no a, sharks okay. involved. Why, why okay. would there be sharks involved? Because like a, I don't know, maybe you're like, have, oh, like a print. Y- of yeah, some yeah, yeah. Is there a print? There's no print. No, there's no print. But there's there's guys that will do that. Yeah, like, that's why have, I was like, asking because I was sure. Like I'm looking for that caliper of outfit at our prom. No, like, there's I'm, like one guy, big personality. Like I yeah. think the last one we had, um, he had like the Santa print. Like, yes, like, yes, white yes. Santa and all the, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So some big personalities there. So it's, you get you get a little bit of that. Yes. But, I love that. It's like a prom, though. It's or a prom. Most of us are upwards in age. I mean, we have yeah. some... Tr- okay, so there's there are four of you, and you guys get along pretty well. Everyone's happy. No fights or anything like that. Yeah, no fights. We, uh, we actually go out every Friday night to different restaurants in McHenry County, so we have some of our favorites for sure. And mm-hmm. it's a standing date every Friday. We just rotate who gets to pick where we're going. Okay. Uh, we've been on vacation together. We do all kinds of things together, So, and our kids are about the same age, so that kind of works out as far as, like... We all have things in common. Again, mm-hmm. we got married on the exact same day, the exact yeah. same year, and we had kids about the exact same time. She had her uh, her son, and I had my daughters like uh, two months later. So it kind of all works out. They're kind of all graduating together, and mm-hmm. then she's also been super supportive with my kids, like their weddings. She's always been, she's, yeah. The, we, we all stay in our own lanes, and it's all just kind of works as long as we do, so... That's great that it works out well. Like like I said earlier, you get to hang out with your friends all the time. Yeah. Doing the job and all that too. So exactly. That's nice. Um, I was going to ask you too, uh, like the, the name of the company. Sure. Who came up with that? Me. Okay. <laughs> I come up with like the logo and the um, name or me. Um, a lot of things I tend to take the lead on with like design and with like ideas like that, color aesthetics, like everything that happened with the trailers, that was all me. Um, in fact, none of the other three of, when I say me so fast, it's because none of the three of them wanted it. Like they, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes there. (laughs) They don't, they do not have a vision for it as much as like, I'm like, no, I think that, I think the wheel wells need to be black. I'm like, I want it to be black. I want Mm -hmm. this to be black. I, it was me who said, I want, um, I want a huge set of longhorns on the front of Perry. And they're all like, what? And I was like, no, no, this is going to work. I want a yeah. huge set of longhorns on the front of Perry. And sure, I think it's the coolest part of Perry is that he's got six foot longhorns on him. Where that, did you find them? Yeah, uh, eBay. I'm really, okay. yeah. So yeah. there are people who sell ho- longhorns. They, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're killing the cows in that process, but they they use everything. <laughs> well, I was just, they use everything, which I think is great. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. mail you them and you mount them on they send you the mounting kit and everything so it's pretty great oh wow yeah it's a whole mounting kit there's a mounting kit yeah things you learn all right yeah i know so <laughs> that does not stay on the front of perry we take that off because somebody would think that was a cool souvenir oh probably oh yeah, yeah. especially after drinking yeah there's certain things like we've never had anything walk off of our trailers but there's certain times where i'm just like watch the longhorns <laughs> please don't especially lose the, the cowboy wedding. yeah right? like, bullet wedding did not have mm-hmm. the longhorns because they had walker but oh, okay yeah so you kind of get your choice of aesthetic when you're choosing these trailers which is kind of cool so very cool um anything else anybody needs to know about you guys that we haven't covered yet like I think um, backyard weddings are turning into be such a cool thing. I Mm -hmm. think you're going to save a lot of money if you go with being able to provide your own liquor, no matter what. If you price it out like person by person, if you're going with a venue that makes you choose their packages, you're going to lose money compared to our type of event. Like we charge $750 for five hours. That gives you the bar, the bartenders and the bar back. And then you bring in your booze. That's going to be a cheaper route. Mm-hmm. I think like from an analytical perspective, it's not just a cute thing to have. And we're not just experienced bartenders who are fun to be around. It's also like from a, my analytical brain as a mom who's had two daughters who've had mm-hmm. weddings, um, that's a cheaper option as well. So if you're throwing yourself one of those and you're wondering why would I hire bartenders, I could just have my friend bartend. You want bartenders who are certified and insured as well. Yeah. That's a huge deal because if something were to happen, we have insurance to cover it. Mm-hmm. And we take all of that super seriously. So 
I think that's just something people don't really think about. And on top of that, if you have the family member, that's going to be that guy. Yeah. What if that guy is your bartender? I mean, well, what if that guy's just someone in your family? You got people sure. that are going to take care yeah. of him. You're like, yeah, man, come oh. back in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have to put him on a timer. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a story earlier about yeah. the timer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, let, that's it. I, that's all I got. Um, I awesome. really appreciate you coming out and doing this and uh, telling some stories and tangents sure. with me. I'm sure we'll have more in about a year. <laughs> we'll have some more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So little insight to the podcast, I'll give you a little, little behind the scenes. Um, generally, when I record the intro part of my speech and they end, which I'm doing now, um, I try to do that like on the weekends before the ep- before you guys hear the actual episode for, for reasons of like, okay, if there's something going on at like one of the, at like, I don't know, Dukes or um, McHenry County Living's got something going on or whatever tony's cafe or something like that so they got something going on that like i want to talk about so then at least it's timely because a lot of these episodes get recorded months in advance um so then i come back and i do that so then i can speak about you know like what's coming up with mckinney county living right now truck off that's coming up uh pretty soon um like you heard in the ad so then that way i can talk about it so i'm do i'm recording right now and it was a gorgeous day outside today um and yeah i kept seeing like people talking about like you know the weather and everything coming up and then then like as i start recording big storm outside <laughs> so I, I don't know if you can hear that in the background um there's a bunch of thunder ton of rain out there man it was a nice day today too but i guess, I guess it's the way that you're gonna close out your weekend with some rain um <laughs> So I, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Happy Trailer Company um, and my conversation with Aaron. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I enjoy when conversations kind of, we talk about what we need to get out and then we, we kind of tangent a little bit, go here and there and talk about some different stories and stuff like that. So um, yeah, so thanks to them. Um, check them out. Uh, I know they have a lot of dates booked up already. Um, but you know, when you're playing in big events like this, you know, you're looking, you're looking a year out, right? So check them out. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, truck off is coming up with, uh, McHenry County living, get your tickets for that truckoff.net. Go get your tickets. Um, I went to it last year, uh, and there was a ton of trucks there. So it's not like you're going to go and you're going to be sitting in line for a long time. Cause there's going to be a ton of options. You guys, um, I'm pretty sure I heard that Girls Got Balls uh, was confirmed to be there, um, which is previous to our podcast from, I think it was last season, right? When uh, we got them on and then they went on to go on to the Food Network uh, food truck uh, face-off. It's, I forget the name of the show now. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, as seen on Food Network, guys, Girls Got Balls and um, the many other uh food trucks that are going to be there so that it's a cool event it's fun bring the kids um i know last year joe diamond was there i got to talk to him before we actually recorded our podcast um at the at that festival so it's, it's a good time so check it out go get your tickets to that um so yeah uh guys check out uh like i was saying in the intro check out the clopen effect c-l-o-p-e-n um check them out uh apple Podcasts, pretty much where anywhere you get podcasts um, like I said, they're, they're local and, uh, uh, it, they're, they're fun. They're fun. That's why I reached out to them to say, Hey, you know what, let's, let's do something together. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And, uh, last thing, last thing I got to talk about, uh, season five, you guys, um, let me know who you want to hear from, you know, what is, what I, what's your favorite restaurant in town? You know, what's your favorite, uh, coffee place? Uh, you know, what's your, is there like a big, big service that does something for you at home, whatever landscaping, something like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, if, if you want to hear the story behind, uh, any business service, um, something like a, a show, like a Joe diamond show, um, or anything, um, hit me up left at the late pod at gmail.com. I, I love to hear the suggestions. That's where a lot of these come from. 
um, our suggestions from others. And um, also just, just basic networking of like, this business tells me about this business or whatever. Um, you know, that's where a lot of this comes from. It's driven by you guys listening and suggesting, which um, makes it a little bit easier on me <laughs> because then I, I don't have to like reach out so, so much or like, you know, do think, of, think of things, think of different places to go to and stuff like that. So, um, so that's totally cool. I mean, I have my, honestly, I have my own wish list, and, you know, some of those episodes come from that, but I, I want suggestions from you guys to be like this. I think this is really cool. Or these are friends of mine that own this business, something like that. Um, really it's, it's, it's about promotion and, um, just supporting local. So, um, keep writing in those suggestions, you guys, uh, left at the light pod at gmail.com. Um, so like I was saying, season five, I'm kind of starting to put that together. I got, uh, two, possibly three of the episodes, um, already scheduled to, uh, get them going. So I'm already in it as far as what season five is happening. Season four, um, I do have like, well, the, the one, the Clopin effect episode to still record. Um, but other than that, you guys, I mean, season four is done. <laughs> so I'm look, I'm looking forward to my break in which I do most of my episode recording. Um, so that's coming up anyways, enough about me. <laughs> um, anyways, one more thing about me. I'm Matt. I'm your host. Thank you for, uh, streaming, downloading, and, uh, ultimately listening to the podcast. Uh, have a excellent week, you guys. Um, so happy the kids are back to school. I hope, I hope you're enjoying that time as well. We'll talk to you guys. Oh yeah. Be on the lookout, the Facebook page left at the light for, uh, like I said, the stuff from the 9-11 Memorial at the Pentagon, I'm going to repost that episode because I think it's a super special episode. Um, it's super special to me that I even had the opportunity. So check out the Facebook, hit the like button. I like the like button. Um, it's fun to see uh, new likes on the page. So anyways, bye-bye everybody.